Lauren XOXO, bitch, bitch, bitch. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to this week's episode of Lauren XOXO and Friends. You think they'll hear that? They hear words. They heard motorcycles and everything. That's true. All right. So if y'all hear that, y'all y'all are used to it. Um, thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please go to iTunes Podcast and leave a review. Um, and let's get into this episode. So we've been getting like a lot of podcast love. Oh yeah, I seen on you what you've been reposting. And I was on the train yesterday, and a, a woman named Sophie came up to me and she was like, "Are you Lauren XOXO?" And I was like, "I am." And she was like, "Oh my god, I love your podcast." I guess she like just started listening to it, but she was like, "I literally listen to it twice a day. Like I'm really? trying to catch up Aww. on the episode." She was like, "Yo." you're dope you have inspired me to start my own podcast i was so scared i was like yo go for that shit i was like someone somewhere is gonna like you yeah like exactly the thing about the online world is that we can connect with so many people and then two weeks ago i went to a party and a girl with braids came up to me and she was like i fuck with your show shout out to you too i didn't get your name but um and then shout out to everyone who literally every time someone is like yo whose podcast is dope that's like a black woman i always get tagged in those yeah so thank you please keep spreading the show and if you haven't already please go on itunes podcast and leave a review and let's get into this episode how was your uh labor day told you what the fuck it was i know but now you gotta tell them it was very um awkward yeah it was very awkward um i went away for a friend's birthday it was like a nothing not a crazy type of situation when or whatever we just went to miami um and an ex that kind of dubbed me was there with his uh ex-girlfriend so they're back together okay and i mind you i haven't heard from him in a very long time and it was just kind of awkward because I'm just like, I wasn't prepared to see him. Mm-hmm. Especially see him with her because there's like so many, um, so many things that were left unsaid because there's so many question marks. Right. And so it was awkward. We didn't exchange any words. Like they stayed to themselves pretty much. Mm-hmm. Majority of the trip and so did I because I'm not going to be pressed or look uh, look like I was crazy. So I mean... Right. You know, it is what it is. She never did nothing to me, so I can't hate her or whatever. It's just y'all have that one it's, person in common. Yeah, I mean, and, it, and, yeah, and it's like I know her from years ago, so it's like weird. Oh, so I kind of okay. do know her. Um, but like I said, she to me, I think she's a dope woman. She's cool, you know, mm. but I still didn't say anything, which is weird because we always say hi to each other, but I think she knows. Um, mm. You know what I'm saying? She's probably like, I gotta tell you something, babe. Yeah, I gotta tell you, <laughs> let, you let you know if she gonna beat it, you know, which is, I understand, it's understandable. Right. You know, y'all are a team now. Um, but you know, it is what it is. It was kind of, kind of awkward cause I felt a little ambushed a little bit. I'm like, I wish I would have known cause mm-hmm. I probably would have never went. Um, but yeah, it was, it was very, very, very awkward and it kind of, it kind of irritated me. But other than that, we, we enjoy the, um, the trip. It was fun. Yeah, It, it was like cool. It. it was calm. Like nothing too wild, nothing too crazy. You know, we just, just going for a friend's birthday. It looked like a good time. Yeah, I actually had an awkward run-in with an ex too this weekend. 
Um, I was at a barbecue for a friend. She was celebrating her birthday. And one of my... know if he's like an ex because we were never together but like we dated it was a situation yeah we dated we had a good time i feel like i told the story about why like i ended up like 86 in him on the podcast but uh long story short one night i was going to meet my ex and his homeboys at a spot with my homegirls and while we were walking in he was walking out with the girl mm. and instead of like acknowledging me i'd be like oh Lauren, like what's good or like just anything he literally just kept walking past and then when and we were supposed we were supposed to link up later that night like after we were done having fun with our friends and then um when i had hit him up like yo like why didn't you say anything or whatever he was just like oh you're with your homegirl you know um i didn't see you because you know your homegirl be with like a little bit of everybody so like how was i supposed to know that was you i was like you looked me straight in my face were you talking i would hope that you knew who i was because we were dating and sleeping together and hello um so after that like we stopped talking but we were cool like i would see him um i would like see him out we would chop it up i remember even i think last year i saw him on the train and we we chopped it up like we had a cool conversation and then we also now to think about it we also um we also linked up one night and went to a bar and had a drink Mm -hmm. so like i always thought we was cool now the last two times i've seen him he like just like has ignored me like Mm. and i'm just like like we we've talked we've had a drink together like we've been cool so the first time i was just like you know what he was with a girl i was like maybe he just being weird because you know guys are yes and that's understandable you know the second time which was at the barbecue my home girl shout out to jasmine jasmine's so fucking funny um i had told jasmine like when he walked in i was like watch he's going to be mad awkward but i didn't tell her the backstory so she was like all right cool so he's like walking by us and she was like yo hey and like she hugs him or whatever and then he looks at me and he's like hey. and uh, like just walks what? away and, and she busts out laughing she was like i want to make niggas feel that way i was like but you don't understand i don't know what no, i did yeah like they always leave that dude leave that we've to been you. cool and we've talked about all the things that have happened like he's dated other people i've dated other people we were never in love it was never like you know it was never anything special it was just a good time at that time right and so i don't know what i did i really don't know and me and jasmine been trying to get to the bottom of it another funny thing is another time this weekend i ran into someone that he used to date after me and me and her knew we, we like know each other but i still never even cared yeah and then when i said hi to her she was weird to me but like she's always kind of a little weird but i feel like this time she was weirder mm-hmm. so i was just like is this something that like i don't no, know about and yeah I'm, you know and i don't really give a shit but maybe they i was just like yo i don't know right right I don't know what it is, bro, but I, it was just so weird to me. And Jasmine was just cra- Jasmine was like, she was literally making fun of him all night. She was like, I cannot believe he did that. 
I was just like, I, don't I know they know make it so weird. They they make it so weird. Like I think like I I know with him like he told me like he's afraid of me. Mm. He always told me like he's just like yo like I never met a woman like you before who who articulates herself the way that she, that you do, um, who voices her opinion, and who um, you know just just says says what she wants and just very intelligent. And he's just like, and you are, you are just a very strong individual. And so, um, mm. I think, like, I know when he saw me, he probably felt like he saw a ghost. Because he didn't know how I would react. And, and it's just like, I'm not going to react over nothing. Like, it is what it is. It is awkward, but it is what it is. I have a question. So, is he, is he scared because he can't meet you at your level? I think it's a combination of both. Honestly, I think I think th- I'm. You know what it is for me? Like I feel like a lot of men in my particular social 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 social, sur- ugh, social circle. I think the men in that social circle, or some of them, um, I feel like they think money makes up for everything. Yes. I feel like they believe that money can substitute their lack of communication, their lack of. Um, of affection and the lack of, of intellect like it's the things that that they're trying to like substitute money for or substitute when they use the money to substitute certain things it's easy attainable and it's all it, it can you just have to work towards the, like working towards the being a better better in certain categories you think that's our fault as women oh absolutely like i feel like now we're actually listing things we need from men like, now we're like, I need you to be mentally stable. But I need you to be this. I need you to be that. It's hard because <clears throat> because there's certain women, like, that would probably date him and would just shut up because he might take them on vacations. He might buy bags. He might buy shoes. He might, he's going to pay for this. He's going to pay for that. He's, I think he, he's a good guy. I think, like, like if you need something and he has it, like, he's going to be there, you know? But it, it's like, I, I felt like our conversations at the time was limited because his mind wasn't even there. like his mind is always on money mm. and it's like money 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 and then you don't have any assets to leverage anything so it's kind of like maybe he does now i don't know but I me mean, at the time like you know i was like yo you should do this with your money do that like i feel like if you want to trap be smart with your trap trap get out and do what you need to no, do you can't trap forever you can't trap forever and um you know and he's a older guy so you would think he'll be out the game right now, like settled in, probably own businesses or real estate or whatever. No. Well, like I said, I don't know if he does now. Like what he does. What happened? I don't know what happened from the last time we spoke. A lot can happen. Um, so I, I just, I know that me and him, I even said to him, I said, I can't bring you home to my parents. Mm. And I know that probably struck a nerve because I was just like, you know, my parents would chew you a lot. Cause they would be like, yo, as a black man, these are things that are important, especially since you have a daughter. You know, and also you're with my daughter. Yeah, exactly. So, and you, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, it was kind of awkward, but you know, more powerful to them. Like I don't feel no way towards her because she never did shit to me. She was mad cool, you know. And I don't have no, I have no ill will towards him. I just, just you, just hey, it is what it is. It's just weird because I wasn't really expecting, expecting that. Right. Yeah, it sounds. I can't like. Seeing my one of my exes with a new girl in passing, it's like, all right, cool. 
but like actually having to be in the same, same space, space is it, for a very long time and you know it's kind of weird especially it's one thing like i'm pretty much cool with all of my exes like maybe there's one or two that i do not have conversations with i don't even want to even breathe the same air but most of my ex-boyfriends are i think are fucking dope we just not good for each other mm-hmm. um and we always show love and we pretty much are pretty good and even when we be on the phone and we might be they be, might be talking about their girlfriends or whatever i'm okay with that because we had some we had some type of understanding and it's like i wasn't left in the dark about why we went our separate ways right. now this particular guy literally like was with him one day we were intimate and that was it he stopped responding to my text messages calls or whatever and i'm just like something is wrong or whatever. And I don't it's not that I don't think that he liked me. I think that he probably still wanted to be with his ex. All right. And so, um, which is like I said, it's okay. Like and then again I think that I'm not the woman for him. Like I honestly believe that though he needs a woman that's gonna sit there and be okay with him being complacent. Mm. and or maybe in his mind he doesn't think he's complete exactly that's the thing like it, it, exactly and then she might not or whoever whatever woman she deals he deals with after her or if they stay together whatever they might not think it's they're complacent either but it's just like you have nothing to show for anything like i i want people to understand something if you trap and all you have is cash to your name you don't have nothing if you have hundreds of thousands sitting and sitting around you you have to understand like you cannot take a hundred thousand dollars out of your out of your safe and just go and buy houses. No, the the, the feds are gonna look yeah, into no. it. The IRS is gonna look into it. They're gonna want to know where you get your money. You have to Isn't figure like out like anything over ten thousand dollars. Yeah, you like can't a even, red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. They they want to look into it. Mm-hmm. So like, even if you want to buy a car, like and you have the money to do it, yeah, just go and do you know nine thousand dollars and then pay it off and make your lump sums over time because they're gonna look into it. Why give them something to look into? And um. That's something that I try to tell people, like, if you're going to be a trapper, be smart with it because you need some type of asset. You know, find a way to clean your money so you don't have to do this stupid shit no more. Like, who wants to live over, live the rest of their life looking over their shoulder? Right. You know, speaking in cold, have to get burner phones. Like, who wants to do that shit? So... Niggas, yeah, they're like, well, it's better than getting a job. Exactly. And I, I mean, like, whatever works for y'all, and I get it, but it's just like, for me, like, I... I don't want to be a trapper's girlfriend or wife forever. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like this is what we can I do. I agree. Because what happens when it stops? Mm-hmm. What happens when you can't find another leeway in and you got, you get what I'm saying? And yeah. What are you going to do? So, exactly. So I it, don't want to be put in that position, especially like, what if you got two kids? What if you got this? What if you got, it's like, It's like no. too much. It's a lot. And that's why I said like, for me personally, like, I'd rather just. I'm good. Like I, I, it's nothing. I don't hate him or whatever. It's just like I said. It's it was slightly awkward to see him. No, it was it was very awkward. It was very awkward to see him in the state. And it's just like you. It's not like we argued. And I know why we we stopped talking. We literally just had an amazing day, and we just stopped talking. So strange. So that's the only reason why it's kind of weird for me because I, n- I never really get I never get 86. It's either like I'm like this motherfucker's a dub. I'm done with him, you know. But that that was pretty much the weekend. But it was um I was I had fun though. I was over. I was ready to come home, especially like the weather was terrible. Like it was on and off or whatever. But that's I, it. I did not sleep this weekend. Like I was just like. Oh my god, I am so tired. 
Why didn't you sleep? Because Friday was the barbecue. No. Thursday I went out to dinner. And then we went to a, the club. What club? Went out to... Wait, what did I do Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Oh! Oh! Boom. Now I got the story. I had to remember. Thursday I went out um, for Shai's birthday dinner. Oh, yeah. After that, we did karaoke. Then, because karaoke was downstairs. Then... We went to the club. I ran to one of my other exes. Me and him are really cool. Like, mm-hmm. you know. He's cool. So, hung out with them all night. Got home at, like, four, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then had to work on Friday. And then after, went to the barbecue. After the barbecue, went to the strip club. Didn't get home till like, five. Then I had to be up by seven to take my cousin to get her hair done. So I'm literally like sleepwalking. Yeah. Got my cousin, dropped her off to get her hair braided. Then went home to sleep. I was like, yo, let me know when she, like, text me an hour before she's done. I'll come pick you up. She hits me up. I go pick her up. I actually had a bunch of weird um, interactions this, this weekend. So when I went to pick her up, I took her to the place where I usually get my hair braided. And the lady was looking at my hair, and the lady was like, oh, your hair still looks good. And I was like, oh, I didn't get this done here. I went to somebody else because they don't do knotless braids. I was like, oh, I went to somebody else. And she was like, knotless braids don't last long, but whatever you want to do. And I looked at her, and I'm just like, in my mind, I'm thinking, bitch, I did not ask for your opinion. Yeah. You're mad because you y'all didn't do my hair. Yeah. Meanwhile, I brought you my cousin to get her yeah. hair done. Yeah. I was just looking at her. I was just like, you know what? Now because of that, you lost a customer. We will find somebody else to get our hair braided at. Right. Cause like I like the place, but like bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't have. To, I'm not solely your customer. Yeah. Maybe if y'all learn how to do knotless braids, I will get my braids done here. Also, if y'all know how to mix hair, cause y'all not good at mixing hair. Mm-hmm. I will get my hair braided here. So that was kind of the first, like, I was like, all right, I'm done with bitches. Um, <laughs> the second thing I'll talk about later. So after that, we picked up my cousin, and then Dawn was like, you want to go to the movies? So then we went to the movies. Went to go see Ready or Not. It's a good movie. It's about this lady that gets married into a family, and they have to, at, when Dawn strikes, they have to play a game called Hide and Seek. And basically... They called the game hide and seek, but basically the family is haunting the wife and they have to kill the wife before um, dawn. What? It's good. So did that and then came home, whatever, dropped my cousin off. And then did we go out? No, we were going to go out, but then we didn't go out. Sunday, I went to Keem's Vinny's Mix. Okay. I stayed there for like an hour. I was smoking weed and drinking. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I gotta go. And Don picked me up. We went to Soho House. Had more drinks. Stayed out. Ended up going to... No, we were gonna go to a party, but then me and Don both live in Crown Heights. Yeah. And it was Labor Day. We knew the parade was gonna start soon. So... 
And then Dawn lives on the other side. I, me and Dawn live on two different sides, too. Yeah. So I'm kind of living on the side where it's easy to get around. She lives on the side where it's a bit harder. Yeah. Because they start blocking the streets off on her side. So um, she, like, dropped me off or whatever. But that was, like, it was, like, 3 in the morning again. Or 2 in the morning or something like that. And then Monday, I went to the Labor Day Parade literally for an hour. I got a plate of food. I looked around, saw nice costumes, I saw people dancing, having a good time. I met up with Steffi. Um, Steffi got a plate. She got on the train to go to work. I went home, ate my food, and like literally slept that whole day. Like I was just like, I'm not even a person. Like right. I was so fucking tired. But I think it was like a good weekend to end the summer off for me because I feel yeah. like my summer has been kind of boring. Cause really? like I usually go places in the summertime. I usually do a lot, but this summer because I've been focusing on saving so much money, I'm like I I couldn't go on a trip. I couldn't really do a lot of things that I feel like I usually do during the summertime. So I feel like this weekend kind of made up for it because I had a really good time. Right. So I really enjoyed my weekend. Um, and it was cool. I'm happy that now fall is coming. It's time to get serious. It's time to, like, get back to work. I'm happy to start cooking again. In the summertime, I don't use my oven. <laughs> I, I don't really cook, like, anything that'll make my apartment too hot. So I don't really use the oven in mm -hmm. the summertime. Um, I only cook things on the stove. And even with that, like I try to make things that are as light as, like as quick as possible. Cause my apartment will like, it will feel like hell and I can't do it. Even with an AC on all this other shit, it's still going to be hot. So I'm happy that it's gonna start like cooling down. And yeah, really, cause I'm tired of my AC. And that bill too. That nobody wanna pay that. Yeah. So, um, okay, let me talk about this second weird, no, this is probably like the third weird interaction. So, I'm walking into my apartment building, and a lady, an older woman comes up to me. She was probably like, I'm going to say she's like 60, and she's like asking me questions on a like hi what's your name how long have you been living in this building blah blah so i'm thinking she's just making small talk because she's an older lady i'm yeah. like oh she just like she she see a new face she's like okay who is it even though i've been here for a year like i haven't really seen her often yeah. so i was just like oh maybe she's just trying to get familiar with the people in the building yeah so after she asks me the first few initial questions she's like oh um you know, I live on a fixed income and like, you know, um, I don't get my check until the first oh, and no. um, I was just wondering if you could help me out with some food or something. At first I thought she was going to ask me to help her with rent. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a fucking dub. Yeah. No. But she was like, oh, I just want some food. So I looked at her, I'm like, oh, if you want some food, come on, let's go. Let's go get a plate. Yeah. I'll, t I'll take you to get a $7 plate. Yeah. That's fine. So as we're walking out, she's like, oh, no, like, I'd rather you give me the cash and then I can go get the food on my own. And okay. I was just like, she does drugs. I'm just like, what? Huh? And she's like, you know, I just, so I'm just like, you know what? Because we're already kind of there. I was like, whatever, I'll give you $10. So as we go, and she's like, oh, um. 
you know, you know when you go to the ATM, you have to take out twenty dollars. So I feel like why don't we just make it even? Why don't you just give me twenty dollars? Oh, look at her showing her face or something. I'm not giving you twenty dollars. Yeah. Oh, but you know, I I said I'm not giving you twenty dollars. I said first of all, I don't even want to give you cash, but we already kind of here. Yeah. So I'm just gonna give you ten dollars and yeah, keep it moving. Right. I don't even want to give you ten dollars. I don't like. I'm I'm that girl that gives people a dollar, a smile, mm-hmm. have a good day. She's like, oh no, but I just thought like maybe because you know twenty dollars will get me to to the first. I was like, I'm not giving you twenty dollars. You better t- go get some beans. You take this ten dollars and you keep it. Like you better do whatever you got to do right. with this money. And she's like, she's gonna look at me. She was like, you know what? Ten dollars is better than nothing. I was just like, yo, this fucking bitch. Yeah. So I take out 20. I get it like a soda. And then the guy gives me change. And so I give her $10. And she's just like, it's like, oh, thank you. And then I guess she thought like I had walked out all the way. Do you know this fucking bitch brought some like lottery tickets? Are and you I was serious? just like, I was like, you know what? Just because of that. First of all, bitch, don't ever ask me. You, my mom was like, yo, she's going to always ask you for money. I was like, I'm going to always say suck my dick. I'm oh. not giving her no money. No, because it's people like her who, like, take advantage of people yeah. when... Because when she was like, yo, she was hungry, I'm thinking to my mom, I'm like, yo, I don't want anyone not having no food. Like, I, of course I'll take you to a Jamaican spot. Get you a, a cute little plate. So, literally, you g me. I accepted it. I, I knew you g me once you was like, can I get cash instead? But I still gave it to you. That is fucking bitch. And then so I was telling my I was telling my coworker that and then she was like, "Yo, I don't maybe this was the same lady that I ran into yesterday cuz she said she was on her way somewhere and some lady came up to her and she was like, "Miss, please, um I am like bleeding like crazy. Can you please buy me tampons?" And so my coworker said she was like, "Yes, I will get you tampons. Like I don't want you bleeding crazy." Yeah. Sure. She was like, "Let's go to." I guess they were by Dwayne Reed. She was like, "Let's hop in this Dwayne Reed over here." And so she said the lady was like, "Oh, um, um, can you just give me cash? Cause I like to get a certain type of tampon." And my friend was like, "If you need a tampon, you need a tampon." And she was like, "And we can go buy it together." And the lady was like, "All right, cool." So they go in. She said they got like a little, a $4 pack of tampons. She picked it out. She said while she's checking out, the lady goes to the um, to the cashier. Um, can I please get a receipt for this? And so my coworker said she looked at her and she was like, yo, if you're going, if you plan on returning this, we can return this shit right now. Right. Because what you're not going to do is get money back for tampons that you said you needed. Right. And she said the lady was like, oh, no, like, I'll just take the tampons. Um, And then she said, so when they were walking out, she said she saw the lady, like, running back in. And then the lady screamed out of nowhere, like, I'm going to get money for this regardless whether I get it from here or somewhere else. I'm going to return these tampons. My friend was like, you fucking bitch. Like, yo, I'm really thinking I'm helping someone. Of course, like, how do you go up to someone and say, like, I am bleeding? Yeah. And there's people out there that really need help on the street. Really need fucking help. And, and we I would... walk past them because of those experiences. Because I remember this lady, I was at Popeye's right on, oh, this is like years ago. I, um, I was driving home from my ex house. And it's, you know, like the um, the Popeye's on North Condo would be right before you get on the Belt Parkway? No. But... All right, well, it's like 
East East New York or whatever. So I was there and I was I usually don't fuck with Popeyes at all. So but I was just extremely hungry and I said, Let me just go to this one and get some food. So I'm sitting there. So this poor woman come in and she started asking people for money. So I said, the food that I had, I really didn't eat. I probably had like one chicken strip or something like that. And I said, you know what, ma'am, you can have my food. Because she's over there begging for money, begging for people to buy her food or whatever. The next thing you know, she said, she looked she looked at the food like this. She's like, I don't know if I want that. And I'm like, beggars can't be choosers. So I said, you know what, I packed the food up and I threw it out. You know this chick try to fight me? In the parking lot, the owner had to come out. Like, try to, she tried to fight me because I threw the food out. But I'm like, I'm like, you can't. If you're hungry and you didn't eat and you're begging people for stuff, you don't have the space and agency to be fucking picky. Right. That shit pissed me off. And this is a hot meal. It's a hot meal, fresh. I only had like one chicken. I don't really like greasy foods like that. So, for the fact that I was like, you know what? I had a piece and I said, you can have it. I didn't pick over it. I didn't, any, didn't do anything. You can have it. And she looked at it and looked back up the box and was just like, what is that? I don't think I want this one. Yo. I'm like, bitch, you don't want us on the street hungry. And I said, you know what? And I picked it up and I threw it out. And she tried to fight me. And I said, these people, I had a very strange story that happened to me last week. You're going to fucking probably slap the shit out of me. What happened? So I've been having issues with my MacBook. My oh. MacBook is old. Okay. My, I got it for Christmas many, many years ago. And, you know, I think Apple products are great. So it was a great investment. Um, so I've been having issues. So... Um, I'm like, fuck, I need a MacBook. So one of my, my friend's sister had texted me and was like, yo, I met somebody who got a plug or whatever. Here's his number. So I text, what you about to? So I text her. So I text her. I hope it's not what I think, but it probably is probably what you think. So I text him and I said, oh, I heard you at the plug. I was like, I need a 15 inch MacBook Pro. I just want to replace the one I have. He said, all right, I'm selling it for 650. Now, my experience with dating scammers, that should be the first red flag. That scammers are not selling a brand a 2018 MacBook Pro, brand new one in the box, for six fifty. Right. They only do like thirty percent off. Right. If that. Yes. Should have known better. That was flag one. And I told him, I said, I want to meet you at a um a coffee shop or something where I can we can open the box. I can see it. So he was like, all right, cool, meet me over here. And I'm like, when I got there, it was somewhere in the side. I'm like, this is not the area where, you know, it's not, he said, there's mad shops over there, whatever. So it's like, it was like kind of weird because I was in a rush. So me and him were going back and forth because he was just acting real crazy. Like, um, like the way that was wrapped up. And I was just like, my mind wasn't made because I was in the process of meeting someone. Okay. So I was just like, I'm like, sir, I'm going to open this fucking box. Like. We gonna. I want to see the shit works. I want to see plugs in, you know. Right. So he's like, "This is not the way I do business, sir. You talking in circles." <sighs> this is not the way I do business. All right. So, long story short, I said, "You know what? Fuck it. Give me the computer. I gotta go." Bitch, I went home. First of all, when I opened, looked at it, it said a thirteen inch. So I texted him. I said, "You gave me the wrong computer." I said, "Let me open this motherfucker." <laughs> I opened that goddamn box. It was full of newspapers. This motherfucker robbed me for $650. Oh, my God. I, I, when I mean, and this, and he had a Bobo number. <laughs> no. And I gave him, 
this motherfucker robbed me for six hundred fifty dollars. And the thing is, it's like wait, wait, wait. So who knew? You know, like you know, how people meet you on the street. Like yo, I got iPads, I got app. You know, I, I like. Oh, it wasn't like someone that she knew. Yeah, she was just like, cause she's like, she doesn't like she meets people all the time and she never has issues with it. And so she was just like, like, oh my fucking goodness gracious, like what the hell just happened? Man, when I meet, I was, I, and it's crazy because I was mad, but I wasn't that mad. If that, if that makes sense, like I'm pissed, like yeah, that's six fifty, like I says, damn, I'm like that's six fifty. That could have, that could have really went to something that I needed to get done. I could have went to bills or whatever. So I'm like, I'm literally shaking. I'm like, okay, calm down. And I, and I had to talk, psych myself out. And I said, you know what? That motherfucker needed it more than you did. And I'm like, I'm really came peace with it. Cause I'm like, I just got robbed at 650. And I still had to come out of pocket today and buy a, a brand new MacBook. I still bought a brand new MacBook. So I lost what? Over two. Yeah, it was almost $3,000. Sheesh, sis. I'm sorry. I don't know, and it's crazy because the shit that we have experienced—that shit would happen in Mercury retrograde. I don't know what retrograde it is right now, but this shit is just so weird to me. I'm like, I was like, this—the past couple of days has been very, like, I've been disgusted with myself. <laughs> like, I was just like, I knew better. I fucking knew better. The I would have been punching the air. This. <laughs> oh my Man, god! I have a text him. I said, God is not gonna be able to save you. Like some, cause somebody's gonna catch, it's gonna catch up to his ass. Cause oh, about, for sure. It's not, and I'm like, I should have known better. And I'm like, I, I was like, I should have wanted, I should have known to go to somebody's bump man or something like that. Right. But I just needed so bad, like my computer will not turn on for shit. Like it's done. And I'm like, I didn't really want to buy a new MacBook, like, cause I hate the fact that there's no no USB ports in the new ones. Like I just don't understand yeah, the logic behind it. Like if I have to hit hook up a printer, I have to buy an extra piece that everybody it, says it shuts down. I haven't. This like. Well, I don't know about the printer, but I have the one that you don't have a USB, so you have to like buy something. But what's something. the point of that? It's so you can spend extra the money. The money is so stupid. And then you can only, you only have one port, so it's not like the old ones where you have like two, two. or three USBs. Yeah, and the ones that I'm looking at, like people are complaining, like oh, some of them made their computer die. Some of them, um, they like you spend seventy dollars on these USB ports, and they don't last that long either. Mm-hmm. So the external ones, and I think it's just so dumb. I'm like, Apple really just pissed me off with this shit. And I was just like, that's that's kind of the reason why I was like, I wanted to hold on to my MacBook, but it will not turn on. It literally died on me. And I said, you know what? And it killed me. I said, not only that, this motherfucker robbed me for 650 I had to come out of pocket and spend over $22,000. Not $2,200. Oh you have renter's insurance? No. I thought about getting it. Get it, because... It was like $12. Yeah, it's so cheap, and you can like your MacBook can be in, like your computer can be. No, it could be. Yeah, the only the, what I was thinking too is um, my address is still Long Island. Okay. And I'm like the only thing I don't want to change. I, the certain things change over to my Brooklyn address. It's just that I don't want to. Um, because <clears throat> if I get another car, mm-hmm. I want my insurance to be cheaper. Oh, okay. So that's why I keep it long island. That's the only reason I didn't get the renter's insurance. Because mm. I know sometimes like insurance company asks for your ID and shit like that, and I don't have time for that. So, who you use, Geico? Me? Yeah. I um USA. It's the military bank. Oh, banking. Yeah. That makes sense. So I do it through them, but um, yeah, I don't know what like people have really been turning me off lately, and I feel like it's because they're they're saying shit that like. Or they're doing things that I'm just like, you think I'm fucking dumb? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so I'm I'm cool on handing out money for a minute. 
unfortunately, to homeless people. Because I always feel like when I know I have cash or something, if somebody asks me for something, I will give them a dollar. Or if I have a snack in my bag or something. My homegirl was like, I don't give out money. I carry fruits and I carry snacks. And if they want something, you can have one or the other. Mm-hmm. And she was like, that's what I do. And I was like, Almost all right, that cool. Sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But, like, I remember one time my friend, like, the same thing that happened to you happened with my friend. Where she had just, yo, whoever is fucking outside, I don't know if they won't leave the block or what. But they've been <laughs> playing music since we sat down. Um, she, like, came from a nice-ass restaurant and had a to-go plate, like, steak and some nice shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she gave it to a homeless man. He literally threw it at her. Like, threw it back at her and was like, I don't want this shit. And she was just like, huh? Like, what? She said she was so confused and, like, that scarred her. Mm. So she don't, she literally doesn't give out anything. Mm. And I'll never forget the day one time we was on a train. This man was asking for money and he literally, we were both sitting next to each other. And he literally came up to us, looked us both in the eyes and he was like, y'all don't have no money. And we were like, No. Did you think you were? Did you think that you coming up to us would make us be like, oh yeah, yeah? Let me no. No. Now it's now it's really fuck you. Yeah. And keep it moving. I'm just like one thing I hate about New York is I feel like I feel like the homeless people in New York feel like you owe them There's something, and it makes me feel very uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you know don't get me wrong like I know that people are homeless for so many different reasons I know that sometimes people just fall on hard times I know that also some people who were born never had a chance at life like I get all of those things but like I also do feel like people in New York feel like they're entitled to my money the people are fucking scammers that, and that, that too and, that, and a lot of them want to get high like I remember I was going Flatbush I was walking towards um to Grandma, Grand Army Plaza to get on the train yeah, I was walking up to, to the train station. This guy walked up to me. He said, literally, man, can you just take me to Subway and give me something to eat? Absolutely. I went I was on Utica a couple of weeks ago. This guy asked me to buy him. This homeless guy, he's like, he brought me some McDonald's. I bought him some McDonald's. Had no issue. Like, I don't mind doing it, but you asked me for money, I might just give you a quarter if I have it. I'm not giving you a dollar because I'm not feeding your habit. If right. you're legit hungry, need toiletries, got you. But I'm not going to sit here and give you money so you can go and get some heroin or crack or whatever you're smoking. Yeah. It's just getting out of control. Nah, I feel you. And these people be having, like, Bentleys and shit, living better than fucking me, and coming out here pan- panhandling, like... That's true. I saw a video on this lady who, like, she has a whole little thing where she gets out and she gets on, like, this body. She basically turns and she basically looks like she's like her. She puts her body on a brace and she like leans over and she stands on Fifth Avenue and she asks people for money. Of course, people are going to give her money. Yeah. She can't like you would look at her and you would say this woman can't work. Yeah. She literally can't work. You get what I'm saying? And uh, they follow her one day and they just saw her hop in the van, like take the brace off, hop in the van and stand up. And when the news people pressed her about it, she was like, you know, she started acting like she can't speak English. And I was really? like, but there's this man that's always like, every time I get out of Utica, he always literally, he stands in front of this food truck or in front of Utica. And he's always just like, can you just buy me something to eat? And all he ever wants is food. Mm-hmm. And I buy it. Yeah. And I'm like, like you said, like him, those people yeah. like that. Yeah. I can deal with you all day. I'm like that ten dollars I gave that lady is the ten dollars that like, like everyone gets a quarter from that who asked me for money yeah, moving forward. Yes, but real. 
um, if you if if I say I'm gonna buy you food and I say let's go there and you are like actually I want cash, fuck out of here because I want to feed my habits too. I like to shop. I want to oh, buy clothes. Geez. I like to eat. I want to eat. Like you get what I'm saying? Just because I look like a functioning human being and um, I don't look like I don't have and all just like that doesn't mean that I have stuff to give to you. I'm maintaining yeah. myself and I'm I'm very frustrated with like the way homeless people in New York are. Absolutely. I like cannot stand it. Absolutely. It's just really bad. Very so. bad. Whew, yes, people have been getting on my nerves. Um what do I have to talk about this week? I feel like well, so not praise out to the, you know, the, to the Bahamas. South Africa and the Bahamas. What's going on in South Africa? There's a xenophobia. Um, What's going on? So, in South Africa, okay. Let me, let, let me say this correctly. In South, there are foreigners in South Africa. And people, f- I think, from South Africa have been... Like, you know how foreigners go places, they shut up shop, like, they set up businesses. People from South Africa are basically, like, burning their businesses down, stealing all their stuff, like, killing people, like, oh, like wow. doing crazy stuff. And not because, and I don't think it's because of, like, I don't know. But they're calling it xenophobia. I, like, had to, like, Google and look into it because I just But my thing is, <coughs> is it really xenophobia? Because, I mean, cause I, I'll have to see the context around it. Let me pull it up. The story, because... South South Africans are fighting for their land back. They're fighting to get certain um certain um certain um what you call it? Oh god, I can't think of it. Like certain grants and certain things so they can be able to grow and do whatever they want to do. And the black people down there are struggling. I'm not saying all of them, but a lot of South Africans are trying to just get certain benefits that they that foreigners receive. All right. So that's I have to look into the context around that because I understand South Africans when they do that shit. Because I feel like even as a black American, there's certain benefits that we don't receive that immigrants receive. And that's why I'm saying that. I we think will never get that shit. So that's why I'm saying I think there's something more to it because because mm-hmm. um, I'm connecting it to like, all right, like, that, you know, I can kind of understand, especially being an American yeah. in New York. I mean, in the U.S. Uh, so, okay, I have a quick thing. Many people's shops and property have been destroyed and looted. We came here with nothing, and what we have now is disappointing. Yuzuma, who has lived in South Africa for 16 years, is one of the several hundred foreign nationals in the country's economic hub left destitute after several days of looting and violence. Over 100 charred vehicles littered jewel streets and automotive and light industrial hub amid burning tires and broken glass. So, like, supermarkets, liquor stores, whatever, like, they're destroying, they're stealing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says, according to police, five people have died in the violence that has spread around Johannesburg. The nation, the nationalities of the deceased have not been released, blah, blah, blah. Parallels have quickly been drawn between now and 2008 when dozens of people were killed in the first major wave of violence targeting foreign nationals in South Africa. But as then and during the more recent flare-up of migrant-directed unrest in 2015, officials are hesitant to use the word that has often come to to the relation South Africans are accused of sharing with foreigners, xenophobia. So they're calling it xenophobia. 
Yeah, I mean, it it could be a little bit of xenophobia, and I get it. Is it xenophobia? Because I want to say, okay, xenophobia. Xenophobia. Um, I get it. Like, and like I said, like I mean, I'm not gonna go around and start burning shit up. Someone said it's a mixture of denialism and displacement. So maybe the people who are from South Africa. It is. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, and, and, you know, it's easy. It's easy to call it xenophobia, but it's it's like I don't think they have anything against the people that are coming particularly over because it's not a personal thing with that i think it's the fact that you know we are here struggling trying to stay afloat we can't get certain benefits you know we're over here like i don't know what's going on with the president and them taking the land from the from the white farmers and shit like that and giving back to the people i haven't kept kept up with that article but i know like south africa been the, the africans there the black folks have been fighting for a very long time to get just to have peace just think about it and they're mad racist in South Africa, Very racist. Right? Just think about, just think about, um, apartheid ended in 93, 93 or 95. That was yesterday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that is insane. So these people are literally still going through maybe something like similar to Jim Crow in a sense. Okay. Maybe not as bad, but just think about how, think, like, the Civil Rights Act of 1964 was just, what, 54, 55 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so they're still getting their benefits. But I, I understand their frustration because they're like, yo, we are here and people could come over here and get certain loans and certain things and whatever that and they could still live the, the, the best life and we're over here struggling. Right. And then so someone else said, um, these people have taken our lives away. They have taken our jobs and are putting pressure on public services. We are tired of them. All foreigners must go. Yeah, I have to look into that more. After reading this article, now I'm not saying people should be killing people and doing nothing crazy and looting people and looting businesses or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's kind of similar to like uh, us over here. Yeah, because there's certain things that you know that that immigrants get, and there's no shade to nobody, but it's the truth. And I don't want to make nobody feel uncomfortable, but there's certain things that benef- that they can get as being a new immigrant. Well, legal have legal status if you have legal status here that. Americans just can't get, especially Black Americans. Forget about it. You know, it's, we try to get certain benefits. We just we get denied, we get rejected, or whatever. Or they make it like ten times harder. harder for us. So you know, and that goes back to why, like, I get frustrated so much when people say Black Americans are lazy. No, we have tried. Like the proof is in the pudding. We have tried to get certain things done, and if anything, anything that was meant to benefit us directly, they made it a um, a uh, what you call it. Um, I'm going to join the blink today. They made it a uh, minority issue, not a black American issue. Right. Okay. So it's just like, you know, you we mean. talked about, like, for example, I always bring up, um, damn, I cannot fucking think today. You uh, know, you the person with all the dates yeah, and I everything. So you on your own. <laughs> I know. Okay. So like, all right. Um, like certain things. So I can't think of a thing with, with the jobs. So people get certain jobs um, or go to schools. They try to get people to come in. Like they have to have a certain amount of certain. Oh, I can't. Why? I when can't, they have to meet a certain. This, um, like, not a quota, but it's it's not even like a law that could be adopted. I can't think today. I'm sorry, guys. You guys know I usually know. Um, but anyway, they make it a minority issue or an immigrant issue. It's never something that can benefit just only Black Americans. Yeah. And especially like you know, we are the foundation of this country. You know, we're the only ones who didn't immigrate immigrate over here. Um, 
but yeah like i like i said i understand because i know what it's like to be on that side but i don't think you should be killing people i don't think you need to be burning down businesses because the, you don't know the reason why these people migrated to south africa anyway to, right and a lot of times they, they are struggle. running from things Some, they too. might be running for something or you know whatever the case may be so you just can't you don't know their story or their struggle but i, I just think the people of south africa just had enough i just think they just had enough they've been through way too much they've been through so much rape so much murder mass yeah. murder you know so much so much a lot of bullshit because of the was it the dutch that colonized africa i believe i don't even know why i asked lauren <laughs> um, you know but i get it like i understand it but you know you don't know anybody's story and and you know the xenophobia thing must come to an end if it's really xenophobia but like i said i understand you know why they feel the Sometimes way they feel i do feel like we should open up shop not be killing innocent people, but you know, I feel like uh, oh, it's affirmative action. They're not gonna give us what we want unless we take it. That's what I meant to say, affirmative action. So you know, that's why I, try, I always argue with people all the time. Like, listen, Black Americans, there are some of us that are lazy as fuck. Don't get me wrong. I feel like there are many, lazy but everyone's lazy. Yeah, every many groups. So when people say that, I'm just like. Also, when immigrants say that, I'm like, well, if you just got here, yeah, my just, ancestors kind of been here. And then on top of that, it's not even just not even that. Like you are basing, which is ignorant too, because we do we project the same thing as well. But it's just like you go based off of something on TV or something. You don't know the the mass majority of what Black Americans have created that helped you out and back at your home or whatever. Like, or, you know, or you know the reason why you're so comfortable here now. Yeah, it's because of us. Yeah, for sure. You know, so show some respect or whatever. And then it's like you have to take in consideration like there's certain benefits that they're just automatically going to get where we be trying to find loopholes in the system to get you know or have to lie or do certain things like they used to like literally think about like welfare benefits like they had to literally come in and inspect to make sure you didn't have no new appliances like if you got a new toaster that had to be report reported keep it make your baby toast in the morning. You know, there's certain things that we you have to know, fight with. I just learned you can't get warm food on an EBT card. Nope, you can't. Which I think is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, I was in a corner store getting a getting something, and I was, like, reading a sign. I was just like, but why? Like, why can't I just get a sandwich? Because, yeah, a you quick can really meal. Like, why do I have to cook A bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich is $4. Everything. $3.54, right. Yeah, like. Because mm. I seen it in my bodega because I went to get a bacon, egg, and cheese. And it, it, that song always bothers me. Come I'm like, yo, like, it costs nothing to make a bacon, egg, and cheese. Right. Or like, and, and the sandwiches are mad cheap. So you're telling me you can't, you, I don't, mm, I don't know. But I feel like they still be giving it to them, though. I feel like they just hang those up just to like, you yeah. know, just in case anyone comes in to, anyone from the government, like, comes yeah. in to do a check, but... I feel like they still do. Because it's just like, but how are they going to know what you're ringing what up as? Because it's not like when you go to a bodega, you get like a detailed receipt. receipt. Yeah, it's not itemized at all. It's just like, oh, $10 here. Um, But yeah, I was looking at it like, um, I guess so. You see, Jeezy got a new girlfriend. Well, they've been dating for a minute though. Yeah, I remember she was in that picture when Trey Songz first came out with Lori Harvey. Yeah, they... um. They've been dating for a minute, but I think it may work for them. Because, you know, she just came out of... I don't know. See, see, the thing is, I would tell Jeezy to be careful because she's just freshly out of a divorce. It's mm-hmm. been like a year or whatever. But, I mean, like, they are... They look like... I think it would be cool. Like, he, she might actually be the one that kind of, like... 
I think they're cute. I think it's cute. I think I like they it. look cute. I'm like, damn, Jeezy looks great now. Yeah, um, like it's like it's like she's like a breath of fresh. I don't know. I don't see a problem with Jeezy. No, she's cute. She's a little corny, but I I like her. Yeah, she's cute. I think they're cute. I think it's kind of. cute. I'm not mad at it. I'm like. But if you would have ever like told me to pick Deezy's type, I would have never. never... Thought, she's totally different. Yeah. And they were saying what trap it or tie. That shit was it's funny. hilarious. People are um, crazy, but I think it was kind of cute. No, I think they're cute too. Let's see. What else happened this week? Fucking hurricane, Dorian. Yeah. Isn't it still? It's like taking its time or. Something? Cause what hasn't it, it? What hasn't it hit yet? Cause I know it hit the Bahamas and that looked horrible like horrendous yeah, i don't even want to know what i think but i'm just gonna keep my mouth what do you think please let us know you know i just find it so strange this storm was moving and all of a sudden it gets to the bahamas it just stays stationary literally not move okay and clears out all this land i don't care y'all can call me crazy i think harp has something to do i think people are controlling storms and i think that um they're clearing land so they can Get rid of people's houses because some people might not have maybe not be able to afford to build a new home. And these are some beautiful homes that were destroyed. And isn't insurance like flood insurance and like hurricanes? It's super expensive. It's very expensive, especially in those places. Because um, and sometimes your insurance, like the clause for insurance, it will tell you, oh, it doesn't include tornado insurance. You had to buy that actually. Right, right. It's stupid. Um, you know what I'm saying? So I just find it so weird that. The these the land got the, the storm just stayed over the island of with the Grand Bahamas and it just stayed there and it was not like literally not moving it was going zero miles per hour you know and then but I know it's moving up the coast but I I got out of, I got I got out of Florida safely I'm so scared of hurricanes like I watched this guy on on CNN today he was saying how this this boy got felt so bad for him he um. He literally was saying, explaining what happened, how he escaped. So his house was like a two-story home, and the water was rising. So him and his wife was in there. So she was trying to. The, the, at this point, the the appliances in the house was floating around, and he said it looked like a washing machine in his house. Everything just going around. So he's trying to stay afloat. So the water's rising on the second floor. The wife is trying to stay on top of the um, like I guess like the cabinets. The cabinets fall apart and break apart. He literally watched his wife drown. He literally watched her drown, and he he looked out and he saw he he's like I gotta get out of here, cause I'm gonna die too. And then he ended up seeing his boat or something. His boat was still tied up. He was able to. He literally swam. He said I didn't know if I was gonna make it, like swimming to my boat. I felt terrible. Oh my god. But I'm like, like I'm like, dang, nobody could have flew out or use a credit card or something. Do. You- I sometimes think that those people don't think it's going to be, be that, that bad. bad. Or even though it's like we've seen so many instances where we're just like, oh, my God. Like, you know, why didn't you all leave? But maybe they couldn't afford it. Or It's just hard. It's, it's, it's so heartbreaking. It is. And I'm one of them people like, first of all, I can't swim. That's number one. But I need to learn how to. Second of all, I would freak the fuck out if I saw water toilet in me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and then I'm also a person that, like, seeing water, like, a different color that's not blue, like, mixed up with so many different things, things. is gonna fuck me up. Somebody recorded seeing a shark floating past their, swimming past their window. 
Oh shit! There was a shark floating, like literally swimming across that window while they, while the hurricane is going on outside. So, our basements our basements good in those times. I don't think they have a basement because, um, because it, I think they're below sea level. Oh. Cause I'm like, would that be like, would a basement be a smart thing to go into, if you were in a flood? I have to Google no, that. No, basement would be smart because water's gonna go down there first. Okay, but what if the? I'm thinking like, oh, cause yeah, cause the door in the windows. Yeah, it's not. First of all, most of those places don't like. Most of them down south usually don't have basements because of the sea level. And the only time you really have a basement if you're on a hill. So Florida's like, Florida's like. Yeah, you know what? That's so true. Cause my mom nor my aunt has basements, and they both live in Texas. I think that's a thing. So, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh my god, I would freak the fuck out. Yeah. That's like. It's like one of my worst nightmares. Did you hear about the guy who pulled the gun on um, Popeye's employees after the chicken sandwiches was out? No. Yes. And that you know, it's just the like chicken sandwiches are getting out of control at this point. Like, why are we acting like this? Not we, y'all. There were fights. There was just like so much crazy shit. And why? Let me tell you something. I just feel like at this point, is it they put something in it. Huh? Is it for Instagram? Mm, I think so. You think, like, no, I'm like, are people doing this to be on the news? Like, are they doing this to be another story? Are they doing this to be. I don't know. I just think people are ignorant. Because even if you are, you're still ignorant. I don't know. I don't know. Cause I guess I guess what I'm trying to think of is like what would make you want to like what would make what mind are you in to be like I'm about to pull out a gun because y'all don't have no chicken. Them chicken sandwiches are not even that fucking good. You can go home and season it real good. I'm gonna, let me tell you how y'all gonna fry some chicken. Y'all want my recipe? Bam! Listen, this is what I do. <laughs> if you have fresh herbs, even better. But if you don't, cool. So this is what I like to season my my chicken with. I just season my chicken with celery seed, onion powder, garlic powder. If you like to use Lowry's or some type of seasoning salt, good. I'm not a big fan of adobo, but you can use adobo. I love to put a little cayenne pepper. I love to use a little black pepper, some sage. Um, maybe a little Obey. And something else. I can't think of it right now. And if you have some fresh herbs, you can grind up some fresh herbs after you clean it, of course. Some onion, some scallion or whatever. Grind it up, blend it up, and actually like massage it into the meat, season it. Boom. I'm going to tell you how to make a fire fire chicken, right? Now, I like to use cornstarch. You want to make your chickens crunchy like um, Popeye's? Put cornstarch and flour blend. Mm-hmm. Mix it, make it like mix it up together. That's how you get the flaky. Is it crunchy. equal parts? Like you gotta sometimes, you know, you know, black people we don't we don't measure. So oh, by eye, by how you feel that? But day. I usually get a little corn, make some cornstarch, blend it in. Usually for me, it's equal parts. I think, but we don't measure. And then I use the same thing. I season, put some salt, pepper, some little cayenne pepper. Cause I like a little heat. Some sage, some celery seed, some other shit. Some thyme. If I have some thyme, some parsley to give it a little little funky little make sure it look a little designer like. 
and designer upscale. like you want your chicken to be designer <laughs> you know, upscale but you can you can use egg i usually don't use egg but if you want everything to stick get a little egg beat it up with a little milk in it throw the chicken in there after you let it marinate put it in the flour mix boom put it in the flame put it in the oil you know chicken is done especially chicken wings when it floats to the top yeah that's how you know it's done that's the rule and i'm telling you the chicken will be so fire you're gonna be like popeyes what there's some other seasonings i'm missing but i'm trying to think hmm that's about it right now okay but well, that's how you make it y'all write that down y'all don't have to, you don't have to go to popeyes you don't have to go to popeyes anymore mm-hmm. you'll be good to go mm-hmm. you know and report back to yaya and let me be like oh yeah i like to use trader joe's 21 seasoning Okay. I like that umami seasoning. Have you brought that one yet? No. Oh my God. It's so so good. good. Because you know, umami is like, it constantly makes your mouth water when something is like really good. Yeah. So it's like, it's fire. Get that one. It's like brown. It's a mushroom seasoning. Mm, Yes. Oh my God. Your mouth will be like. And if you put a little hot sauce on it while you're marinating it and and just Mm. massage it in, child, I'm telling you. You know, ain't nothing like some good fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh. Damn. I was thinking about, um, have you ever made, hmm, this ain't no food show, never mind. What? Say it. I was going to say, have you ever made gumbo? I want to try gumbo. I've never made gumbo. Like, I've had gumbo, but I want to make it. I was going to make it in my Instapot. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make gumbo. I'm going to make gumbo this weekend. Seafood gumbo. Like real good shit. That actually sounds when you make it. Let me know and season it. Cause I know you want some fucking health. I season all season my food. food. Season your food. I season all my food. A lot of people think that when you're healthy, like it doesn't. Cause you, like you don't season. You don't do anything. Cause it should be looking mad. You see them, 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 them fitness people on Instagram. They should be mad dry. No, that black looks no. Specs, but I would specs. never. You never see me post my um when I was eating meat like. I used to make jerk chicken and everything. You never see me post it? My food be looking good. And it be healthy. Like, you could lose weight and mm-mm-mm. No. <laughs> That's how I sell myself. No, I'm telling... If I made jerk chicken for you right now, you'd be like, yo, this is so fire. Like, my food is popping. If I make chili for you, fire. If I make... Ooh, taco soup is my favorite. Fire. I make fucking good food. Mm. But only I'm here to eat it. And that's what sucks. One day I'm going to cook, and I'm going to make you a plate. And when you hear, like, I'm going to tell you, don't eat before you come. And you're going to be like, oh, Honestly, my God. you me hungry. You're going to drop to your knees. You're going to be like, Lauren, I didn't know you had it in you. You're going to make me go to Soko. And it's going to be healthy. I haven't been to Soko in years. Spit. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I go for their brunch. And they, I know they don't. I usually like brunch when they go for like unlimited mimosas, but they don't. Of course, they don't have that no more. Get their chicken sausage. Their chicken sausage is like, oh my god, the chicken sausage is so fire. It's the you know how like you go to like down south and they have this. What is it? How you pronounce it? Aduli, aduli sausage. and duli, and duli. Oh my! And it has a right little kick about a spice. Oh my god! Really? And I get their pancakes. I forgot what kind of pancakes I get. It's a special kind of pancakes. It's not red velvet though. I know that for a fact because red velvet can be a little too sweet for me. I get their pancakes. I get that, and I get their grits. Their white cheddar grits. Oh, I love some good grits. 
I don't see how people don't like grits. Because they because first of all they 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 don't know how to make it. Grits is one of the most universal things that you can make. You can eat it really really sweet or you can make it I really, love really sugar in my grits. I love uh, sugar in my grits. Sometimes so you, you get a little honey in it and a little cinnamon sometimes. Oh, I've never done that. Yeah, when it, yeah, with a little cinnamon, a little nutmeg. That's the good. thing about it. It's very universal. Like it's you can, it's very fluid. Like you can make it for whatever. If you want it savory, you can make it with salmon. Like I had grits this morning. I had fried whiting and, and cheddar grits. That's the best. Mm. Some whiting. What time they call? First of all, whiting just be so good. Sussy fried whiting. Oh dear. Um. So R. Kelly's federal case in Chicago kicks off in April. Is R. Kelly gonna go to jail? How long for? Like, do you really think this is it? Uh, that's an awesome question. I don't know. I'm like, or is he going to beat this shit? Because did you see that his girlfriends was trying to, uh, his girlfriends are currently trying to raise the money to get the same lawyer that Michael Jackson had. Yeah, I don't have nothing else to say about it. Like, I, these girls, like, it was, all right. I'm all for ride, ride or die for your man. But at the same time, it's like, you don't question anything. Like, you don't raise an eye. Like, all these people are coming out. At some point, you have to be like, okay, it's time to have a real serious conversation. But then again, he probably manipulated the shit out of them anyway. And they're, they're still young. Oh, D. That so. doesn't make any sense. Ooh, child. He's trying to raise money, and I'm pretty sure black women are fucking... Donate into that stupid black shit. Black women love R. Kelly. Big black women that are older mm-hmm. fucking love R. Kelly. Yeah, shop at Ashley Stewart. Yeah. Love R. Kelly. Okay, so I have a question. So, remember all that shit that happened with Chrisette Michelle back, like, when she performed for the president? Okay. And yeah. how, like, nobody was fucking with her after that. Okay. So I was watching this YouTube video, and they were basically, like, talking about, like, I guess she's, like, now she, like, she just now started posting again on Instagram. So now really? she's, like, back in the forefront. I guess she's going to release some new music and whatnot. So the person was, like, breaking down the issue, and the lady was, like, the lady was, like, all right, like, Chrisette Michelle fucked up, like, for sure. Oh, and they were also saying how, like, when she was talking about her, um, her miscarriage how people were like your baby should have died like saying really fucked up shit but you know people on the internet say fucked up shit yeah like last thing a celebrity needs to do is be on the internet especially talking about really personal things when people don't really like them because um they will tell you anything so anyways the person was just like all right percent michelle made this one mistake right and we have they're basically saying that why is it that like black men that are celebrities fuck up mad times and we like let them in they still like still pretty loyal or whatever but Chrisette Michelle fucked up this one time and everyone's done with her you know what I think first of all Chrisette Michelle is was never a mainstream artist and I think that's a thing too I feel like that's something that plays a part that plays a part because you have to like really like R and B to know who who Chrisette Michelle is. And also, her fan base was very like, what do they call that? Um, like, Neo um, soulish. Yeah, yeah. And older, it's an older crowd. Which is a very like pro black. Yeah, yeah, pro black and and all that stuff. And then also we have to understand there is a patriarchy in place. 
we know that unfortunately white men are at the top and towards the near the bottom are black men and at the bottom is black women unfortunately um so we're always going to be the ones that have the most battles it doesn't matter what the topic is what subject um what field we're always going to have these issues so i'm not surprised like it's that's just the way it is until black women start holding black men accountable and keeping it that way we're just not gonna we're not gonna see any change after watching that video i kind of had to check myself because i was like yo there are definitely like don't get me wrong she fucked up and she shouldn't have done that yeah but she needed to i don't know why she did that but then i did think about all of the other celebrities who do way worse shit that I still kind of like, yeah, I have support. I've listened to their music. I've um, watched their movies. I'm just like, I mean, granted, okay, also, it wasn't like I was a big Chrisette Michelle fan in the first place. So it wasn't like she was in my life mm-hmm. and I had to take her out. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, you know, why do people keep throwing this in her face when people have fucked up way worse? And like you said, like all of, of course, all of the on um, top, all of the things that you just said make sense. Yeah, but I was thinking about it, like, damn, black women can't do nothing. We we can't. We already we gotta knew that. be perfect and take everybody's shit. We already knew that. You know, it's it's not news here. It's it's a fact. And unfortunately, like until we start holding ourselves to a higher standard, um, and holding our men more accountable, that's the only way things are gonna change. Yeah, I agree. I was just like, I was looking at the video. I was like, damn, it's fucked up. Like, we really just like dropped her, just like fuck out of here, bye. Mm -hmm. Like, all right, that's what you want to do. And then I was looking at the interview that she did on the Breakfast Club. Um, when they were like, why, why, like, why would you do this? And she was like, because I wanted them to see us. I want them. And I was just wondering, like. I'm like in my mind thinking, like, is this the your real why? You get what I'm saying? Like, I was like. Oh, I just felt so bad for her because I'm like, damn, like you could literally do one thing, and she's one of those acts who could just tour. Yeah. Like she don't really need to do much. She could just tour because like she's that type of scene. Like she doesn't really have to even put out new music like that. Uh, yeah. And just, she'll always have a fan base. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, damn, I know her money probably cut in half. Like, you know what I mean? And then she did another. She did another. She did another interview after the backlash again with the Breakfast Club, where she was like apologizing, like I fucked up. I thought it would be something different, and I'm just like, yo, one fucking bad move will have you out of here, like. Mm-hmm. And then also not being the people's champ in the first place, then really like nobody gives a fuck. And I was just thinking like, damn man, and I was wondering like, can she make a comeback? I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like, that older crowd, like, I, I liked her music. My mother bought, purchased a lot of her music when I was younger. I think she can. It's just, like, sometimes, like, I just want us to understand, like, sometimes you just can't do everything for a check. Now, I understand with some black folks, like, I feel like they don't want, we complain, but they don't want us to make any progress either and don't want us to speak. Like, you have to speak to people to make change. Right. Or to get people to see your perspective. Now, do I think Donald Trump is somebody you need to talk to? No, I think you're going to be talking to a brick wall, but you never know who can plant a seed in his in his mind to make changes or whatever or to fall back on certain policies so you know we can't attack everybody but i feel like for this there was no gain you wasn't trying to do anything you want to check and she said they cut her, cut her a nice check i think she said it was like two hundred fifty thousand. that's a nice check 
Yeah, but I'm I'm pretty sure she made more like touring. Like I don't think in so. the long run, I think she would make more. No, and I mean, I, maybe. I always thought like like I I don't know. I feel like artists like that like they make a lot of money touring. So you know, I don't know. Um, Walmart is discontinuing the sale of handguns. Is this Hand, handguns and ammunition. And that's a it's just it's a step in the right direction, especially like them assault weapons. I don't even know why people need to have an AK forty seven in their house. Wh- anyway. Why? Why are you buying it? Because let me tell you something. I shot one of them guns and almost took my shoulder off. Literally, it was like the most powerful gun that the gun range had, and I I like. I had to put that shit straight down after because I felt uncomfortable. I was like, no. Because think about it, it was somebody, gosh, they, this guy shot up at his job last this weekend in Texas. This guy came in raging and killed some people. Did you see that nigga that was, the white man that was playing tag with the cops? Yeah. And I think he was naked? Yeah. yeah. And he killed. Oh, his whole family? Was it his family? Yeah, something like that. I'm like, yo, couldn't have been no black man playing tag. Yeah, they would have killed him a long time ago. They would have did what they usually do. I'm just like. It's exhausting. And they still don't want to make it seem like white men are terrorists. Like, these are people who. Like, I understand, like, there are some poor white people that may be listening to this. And I need you guys to understand something. There. Even though you are poor, you may be going through some things, but society will accept you more. And I need you to understand, understand that I need you to swallow it. I need you to grasp it and embrace it. You know, society loves white men and loves white women. Um, you will be okay. There are people out here that just came to this country, don't have a pot to piss in. They're, hey, you have the Native Americans here, indigenous folks here. Who've been here and who's been slaughtered, who's been killed. You know, actually, indigenous people are the most killed by police in the country. It's not even black folks. They, you know, they have a high suicide rate. They own reservations, don't have anything. Now, when you want to talk about black people committing crimes, we do things because of survival of the fittest. We're trying to survive. If we were able to not deal with institutional racism, lack of education because our our schools are, are closing um teachers are not getting paid enough we're using old textbooks there aren't any money f- and they're going to the schools or at the school programs there wouldn't be a need for quote, quote unquote survival of the fittest you guys are just going out there some of you are going up there because you're mad and you're angry you guys have a sense of entitlement that everything belongs to you and you're going out there and shooting and killing people for no fucking reason that have that did nothing to you. This man decided to go to his job because he got fired. Well, they said he came in angry. He already was pissed off, and then they fired him and decides to kill people at his job the same day. Jesus Christ. Because it's a sense of entitlement. A sense of entitlement. People lose their job every day. People lose their family. They lose their, lose their homes. And they are not going around shooting people. Right. They're not doing mass shootings. So... I'm going to need white America to start checking other white America and say, listen, this is bullshit. You will be okay. You ain't the first and you damn sure won't be the last to go through things. You're not losing your country. You're not, you're not losing your home. You're not losing your job to people. Get over it. It's a changing world. 
But you know what it is? They won't acknowledge it until it's acknowledged on, like, everywhere. Like, America, like you said, has not acknowledged that white men are the fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? And every time they put up a picture of these people who um, who are doing these mass shootings, they all fucking look alike. Mm-hmm. They all have... What, what's in common? They're white. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like until the world acknowledges that, specifically America acknowledges that and just says, listen, white men are fucking shit up. Like, with their... I, yo, I saw that there was a straight pride parade. Like, a... Yes! Why do you need a parade? And it was a bunch of white men um, waving around Trump flags or waving around uh, U.S. flags and chanting. And I was just like, I who approved this? My, my thing is this. Because I, everybody, I guess everybody has a right to assemble, Right. But it's just like, what are we? Why we are coming together? We have to really start questioning that. What you're mad because people want to live the want to be able to live their lives without the government telling them no. They want to be able to marry whoever they love, and they are entitled to it. Whoever people want to have sex with behind closed doors, be with love, that is their business. You right. Know? As long as it's not no pedophilia type shit. Why do you give a fuck? And, and like you feel like you feel like you're being attacked. Somehow, the way people asking for rights and to be able to live their life freely like you... Is affecting you. Is affecting you. Like, you feel insulted. That is a fucking mental problem. That is that is the most maddening shit I've ever heard but of But we life. let white men get away with that shit. Well, America lets white men get away with that shit, and they have since forever. And, yeah. Absolutely. You know, like I said, it's a sense of entitlement. We, we're straight, okay, we know, we know why there's an LGBTQ um, parade. We know that because if they they are celebrating their livelihoods and they they trying to get the certain freedoms that we have. What is the problem? Why do you need to have a straight parade? And why is that is being approved? That's why I'm just like. But they, but why is hate they, being approved? You notice know if I were to look if I'm at the board of approving parades and shit that goes on in my town, mm-hmm. I would look at that and say, "This is gonna be a hate parade." There, why does there need to be a straight pride in the parade? Constitution. Like even the KKK has the right to gather and and protest and have their parades and they're allowed to do that because but of the when the Black Panthers were doing it, it was oh a no, problem. they shut it down, absolutely. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, but the thing is, the world, this country is changing. This world is becoming more brown, and that's just the reality of it. White people have an issue with some of them have an issue with a genetic annihilation, and that's the problem. They are afraid of a changing world. You guys started colonizing 75% of this world, raping the woman. You know, you force our you have religion on us. You force English on us. You force so many things on us. Your standard of beauty. That shit is not going to last. I'm telling you, another 100 years, you're gonna, there's going to be a change. We, we're not going to be around to see the change. Our children and our grandchildren will be seeing the change. All right. It's going to be, you, we're going to see more people who look like me and you and Asians and, you know, Latinas and Latinos and, other people around, around the world sitting in Congress. They're going to be sitting in the Senate. They're going to be sitting sitting um, as judges. They're going to be sitting... And I mean, don't get me wrong. Racism is never going to end. Because then we have, we have the effects of racism, like colorism, texturism, all these other things. It's never going to end. But 
it's gonna be a different type of tolerance. Oh, I thought somebody was breaking that bitch. I was like, we getting the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't all over. I don't gotta live here, girl. But, but um, yeah, I think you know they just have to get used to it and get acclimated. Listen, you guys made the laws. You guys said all these immigrants can come over. That's a fact. Y'all said everybody can come here to seek asylum. Y'all now brought, look what happened. Y'all also brought people here. Yeah, y'all brought people here. With, you know, we didn't want it. We didn't ask to be here. But hey, we was cool in fucking Africa. You know, living our best lives as kings and queens and shit. But no, y'all wanted to bring us over here. So you guys, you you guys did this. Y'all need to be mad at the forefathers that y'all love so much. Right. Y'all created the Lord. So you can miss me with that. You know. So I, I just, I just, it just be, it just makes no sense to me. But you know what's crazy? I am so glad. I have never met. Anyone that, that set me up. Matter of fact, I'm lying. Maybe two weeks ago, I went to a rooftop and I met this. But I tell you, I don't know if I told the story, but I met this guy and his mother at this rooftop. And I was listening to the conversation. The black, the bartender was a black girl, well, excuse me, a black woman, and we just looking at each other like this motherfucker is crazy. The mother was Mexican. The son was like 25% black, but everything else was like. Oh, well, you're white Mexican, pretty much. So she's raising him as a black man. Because he he looks like, you know, like Douglas, like Cooley. Okay. And he, um, she's literally crying at this point because she is so afraid. Like, because he be talking to the cops reckless, like doing rick reckless shit. And he doesn't acknowledge himself as a black man. She was like, he's huh. like, because his father's 25, I mean, his father's half black, his mother his, and half white Mexican. And she's pissed, she's getting frustrated. She's like, yo, you have dark skin. Yes, you look like you could be... He's racially ambiguous. He could probably be Indian, Middle Eastern, something like that. And he was just like... his The things that he was saying, me and the bartender had to intervene. And I'd be like, you know, Ma, we got this. Let me talk to him real quick. And I'm like, you have no idea about the privilege that you have even as a mixed man. I said, you have privileges that as a black woman, I don't even have. And, and he didn't even understand the one drop rule. And I said, you need to look. And he's 23. I said, you need to look into that. And she was like, she felt like his father has failed him. But I'm like, you can't even say that. Like, she said, I tried my best. I was like, but you don't, you know, even though you're from Texas and stuff like that, you you really don't know what it's like to be a black person. So it's going to be hard to really try to to get them to understand experiences of a black person if you never really lived it or they're right, really right. surrounding by it. Because he, he, I think he went to a predominantly white school. So he sees himself as at, in the eye of white people. He's a bro. Yeah. Okay. And it was kind of it was it was it was it was hurting to me because she's crying. She's just like, I don't care what you say. You still a black man. Like I'm raising as a black man. I raised you as a black man. Like you don't understand. I get so afraid when you get drunk and crazy. You go out, like, and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, I'm literally breaking down historical con- context for him, and he just was not grasping it. These first of all, these new kids know it all. They swear they know everything. And they also don't give a fuck about history. That's At what I all. learned. Like they don't care about. They anything. give a fuck about. I now. said, and I said, I said, you have a lot to learn. I said, I need you to shut. The, I told him. I said, I, I said this in front of his mother. I said, I need you to shut the fuck up and let us speak to you for a second. You don't know anything. I said, I understand. I'm five years older than you, but that makes a big difference. It makes a big difference because I thought I knew it all at 23. Honey, I'm still learning. And I said, you are a person of color, which is totally different from a black, but be considered black. You have certain privileges, and but even as a person of color, you are going to have to deal with xenophobia. 
because now you're Mexican. Oh my God. And I said, and I even said to him, I said, you know, there's a large African population in, in Mexico that look just like you. They're black. They, they, I forgot the name of the tribes. I said, you know, it's being Mexican is not just being indigenous or just being white. There's a big, large African population. And I said, you, you're Mexican, so you know everybody hates you already. Because uh, even some black folks hate Mexicans. Then you have, then you have xenophobia. You have racism. You have that you are, a, you know, a man of color. Mm-hmm. You know, they already see you as a threat. And now people are already labeling you as, oh, you're Indian. And he's not Indian. And it's like, it's a lot of things that you, he's going to have to deal with. But I'm like, you're going to have to really learn who you are. And understand, like, maybe you need to look up people that look like you, that are like you, to understand who you are. Because you are clearly, like, he's literally yelling at his mother. And I'm just like, I, I, I usually don't have these experiences, but I really wish I did have more of these experiences. Because I feel like I'm the one that has the, the knowledge to be able to break shit down with people. Right. Because it's like I, I see people trying to, like, diffuse certain situations or see get people to see or get them to see our perspective as black people here. But it's hard because you don't even know anything. You don't have no historical context. You don't even have love for self. So it's hard for you to even try to break things down and be patient enough mm-hmm. to try to get people to understand your perspective. It's just it was just baffling to me. And I'm like, I'm waiting for that fucking day that I, I meet a racist white person. Mm-hmm. And I'm not in a workspace. I'm not nowhere. Because it, it's going to be a nice conversation. I, I find out those are the people that you can barely fucking have a conversation with. Because they just... They just, they're just ignorant. But, I wanna, I, but I'm not going to attack them. I just, I'm going to ask them... No, but I think there's such... There's, um, they're just on defense. Yeah. Like... <sighs> So they're not even listening to you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people you can have a conversation with. Y'all could have different beliefs, but the person has a, some sense, right? And right. they want to hear you out. I feel like, but most of them, they don't give a fuck. True. You're black. You're already the lowest of the low. Why am I talking to you? What do you know? What can right. you help me with? This is my world. Why are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. So. That is true. So you don't think anything got to him, or? I think he did. I I think he did. At, 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 Oh, I think I did. I just feel like I said you have to read more, and I said I know like and this is sometimes like we sometimes I think we do more damage than good when we put our kids in predominantly white schools thinking that it's better. Oh, for sure. Because they're not going to be able to relate to the rest of us. And you know they're calling us immigrants now. So I already said I said I I be damned. My grandparents ain't no fucking immigrants. My great great grands none of that shit. I can trace my lineage. But if you're a kid, you would believe that. If you're a kid and that's what you're being fed. We're not fucking immigrants. If your parents aren't teaching you further and making it a thing, you will believe like, oh, okay, that's what it was. And 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 to the listeners, it's no shade to people who came over here who are maybe first generation or just newly came over or whatever. It's no shade to none of y'all. But you have to understand from a black American's perspective, my family built this shit. Right. Our family built this shit. So we sense. strengthened that fucking economy. You know what I'm saying? Like, we we built railroads. We built so many different things. Inventions. Education. And died because of a lot of shit. Yeah, so like. you, you, to me, it's an insult to be considered that I came from igno- Im- immigrant lineage. Because we didn't. Yeah, like, we're, we're not the same. We're not the same. It's not the same. For and, sure. And, it's, and that's why I'm like, I'm not trying to be insulting. But at the same time, like, no, I'm not. My, that's not my lineage. My family built this shit. 
you know, right and like on a lot of backs, blood, sweat, and tears, yeah. while being tortured. Yeah, and then on top of that, like we, like I said before, in earlier episodes, we also have indigenous blood here as well. So it's not only are we do we have African blood, we have indigenous. So we got two sets that were fucking traumatized and and and, and beaten and raped and you know what I'm saying like it's it's a lot of shit. So mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry. No, we're not immigrants. And I'm not going to be considered one. I'm, I'm not. I don't have a lineage of of that at all. I agree. Let's wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Right, we will be week. back next week. We also have to talk about our. We got to plan um speed dating. Yeah, this should be good. Coming soon. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.